14 year, Yudalad year, Tzadik, his praise. 323. Once, when the Rebbe was speaking to us, he said he wondered how it was that we were worthy of hearing such awesome, exalted, and holy Torah teachings directly from his lips. But, he said, in every assembly of ten men, the Shekhinah is present. Sanhedrin 39a. 324. Of myself, Reb Nassan, the Rebbe said to Reb Yitzchak of Teravitsa that as regards giving over Torah, he is unique in his generation. I was told that when he was first drawing me closer to him, he said that it was going to be difficult. This was because he understood me to be a Baal Machshava, a deep thinker, one of the 24 characteristics that make it more difficult for a person to come close to God. He nevertheless said that he would attempt it. 325. Once, I asked him if I should go out to others and talk with them about serving God. Talk to them? Yes. But I don't know what the other person is going through, I said. You don't need to know, he replied. In what way am I of any help to him, I asked. What concern is that of yours, he replied. And I understood that what he meant was, you do indeed accomplish something. 326. He told me something of the yoke of officialdom and wor- worldly burdens. Avot, 3.6. I have already removed from you. And he also said to me, As for you, I have already taken you from this world. 3.27. He said many stories would be told about his followers, stories and stories about each one of them. 3.28. When I lived in Nemerov, I used to travel to Breslov regularly to see the Rebbe. I was once told that he had said he disapproved of the fact that people came to him by coach rather than on foot. This made a very deep impression on me because I knew it was really only proper that we should go to him on foot. I very much wanted to do this, and God brought it about that I had the privilege of traveling to him on foot three times. On each of those occasions, I know very well that I profited greatly from having gone on foot. If I had not been determined to get there somehow, even if it had to be on foot, I would not have gotten to him at all those three times. Praise be to God, who is good and does good to the wicked and righteous alike. Having succeeded in getting there these three times, I myself am at least partly aware how much I gained, because I still remember what I heard on each occasion, and I will know more than this in the future Rabbi if I'm wisdom. worthy. His Wisdom, 137. Before revealing the lesson in Lakutei Moharan 1, 204, relating to money and mitzvah observance, the Rebbe told the following story. Once there were two very close friends who had recently married. The first one saw the other doing something improper, straying from the true path. However, he did not pay any attention to it, thinking it to be a mere accident. But when he saw his friend continue and do something much worse, he realized that the other was actually a sinner. He decided he would have nothing to do with his old friend and estranged himself from him completely. All this time they had been supported by their fathers-in-law, as was the custom. After a while they left their in-law's table and had to earn their own living. The sinner began to prosper and eventually grew very rich. His friend, on the other hand, became very poor and was constantly upset, complaining of God's injustice. He said to himself, I know that my former companion committed a great sin, Why is he given such greatness and wealth? One evening, the poor man had a vision. He saw a band of men approach, carrying large sacks of coins. As they came nearer, he could hear the loud clinking sound. 
He tried to move toward them, but they stopped him with a warning. Do not touch any of this money. It all belongs to your former friend. Realizing this was an opportune moment, he asked them, Why is he worthy of these riches? I myself saw him commit a great sin. They answered, From the day you both left your father-in-law's table, your companion has consistently set aside time for Torah. He committed himself to a study a given amount each day without fail. But you are not involved in the Torah. Consequently, your companion is worthy of riches despite his great sin. Although it can extinguish good deeds, sin cannot extinguish Torah. Sota 21a Ve'en avera mechabe Torah. Sin cannot extinguish Torah. The first letters of the Hebrew words spell ma'ot. The alphabet book. A fall. A. 1. In some cases, a person falls from his level when he reaches old age. 2. When one is appointed to be a tax collector, he falls from his level. 3. Jealousy causes one to fall from his level. 4. A person's jealousy keeps him from progressing steadily. At times, he is able to pray fervently and study diligently, while at other times, prayer and Torah study are a heavy burden for him. 5. One who blunders with his words, and certainly one who is unable to express them with his usual fluency, clearly will see his livelihood diminish. He is in need of much loving-kindness and salvation in order for God to provide him with livelihood. 6. One makes his yearning for something evident through an oath. 7. When a person stumbles and falls, it is because he feels secure in his sinful behavior. 1. Lesson number 79. Trust in God and do good. Psalms 37.3 1. Every person must see to it that he has no part in delaying the coming of Mashiach. Specifically, he should see to it that he rectifies his deeds and repents completely, so that he does not delay the coming of Mashiach because of his sins. 2. In every true tzaddik, there is a revelation of Mashiach. At the very least, every true tzaddik has an aspect of Mashiach who is identified with Moses, namely, that he is humble in the extreme and he knows his true lowliness and the importance and greatness of the Jewish people, to the point that he gives over his life and vitality for them. The way that the true tzaddik merited all this is that he repented so completely that the evil in him was totally expelled and he became entirely good. And indeed, this too is an aspect of Moses' Mashiach. 3. There are people who are not yet firmly established in the service of God and whose repentance is not yet complete. Instead, they sometimes experience thoughts of repentance and they begin a little bit in the service of God, but afterward they fall from this and subsequently they once again wake up. Such people are constantly changing from bad to good and from good to bad. That is, they are sometimes impure and sometimes pure, sometimes invalid and sometimes valid, and so on. This kind of repentance is associated with the six working days in that one is never at rest. However, when a person repents completely, this repentance is associated with Shabbat in that he experiences absolute rest. The evil in him is totally expelled and he becomes entirely good. Then he is able to see his own true lowliness and the importance and greatness of the Jewish people until, as a result, he gives over his life and vitality for them. This is the aspect of Moses' Mashiach. 4. Through the holiness of Shabbat, a person merits true humility. This means that he sees his own lowliness and recognizes the importance of the Jewish people 
and he gives over his life for them, as did Moses our teacher. 5. The essence of humility is when a person considers himself to be beneath his own true level and lower than he actually is. This idea is alluded to in the Torah discussion about Shabbat. Every person shall abide below his place. No man shall go out of his place. Exodus 16.29 Below his place means below his level, meaning a person should view himself as being beneath his actual level. And at the very least, no man shall go out of his place above his level, that is, to think that he is higher than he actually is. 6. When a person is humble and lowly of spirit, no one can remove him or push him out of his place. In other words, deprive him of his livelihood. The Master of Prayer There was another faction who maintained that none of this could be the goal of life. The main goal was to pray to God and to be humble and lowly. They sought for themselves a prayer leader and made him their king. If one examines this, one will understand that each of these factions was greatly in error, except for this last group. Their goal was a true one. Happy are they. All this was what one of the soldiers told the master of prayer. The soldier explained that the soldiers who had joined the mighty warrior belonged to the faction of bodybuilders, who took as their king a man with a large body. One day, a group of these men were following the main group with the supply wagons carrying food, drink, and the like. In general, people were very much afraid of these bodybuilders, since they were large, powerful men. Whoever encountered them would turn aside from the road to avoid letters. Year 1 Letter number 162, with thanks to God, Sunday night, Toldot, 5595, Breslov. My dear beloved son, I received your letter just now. I have some news for you. Thank God I am preparing to travel to Uman, God willing, on Tuesday, the first day of Rosh Chodesh Kislev, and I just hired the carriage. From the day all this upset began last Yom Tov, I have been longing to go. Now our distinguished friend, Reb Naftali, may his light shine, has stirred me to undertake the trip when he wrote and told me that the Savran Arav there spoke out against us, saying things against the Kloys in particular that he really ought not to have said. Savran was a city about 45 miles south of Uman. This placed the Savran Arav in close proximity to a center of Breslav Chasidut, where his influence could be very effective. Reb Naftali very much wants me to come, and though it is a tremendous burden for me to go there right now, I really must. May God have mercy on me and guide us in paths of righteousness for His name's sake. May He let me walk on the true path in every single movement I make, and may we be able to accomplish there the eternal good that we must. May God in His great loving kindness grant us relief in this world too. Those who hate us will see and be ashamed. I do not have time to go on any more. May God give me a safe trip. The words of your father, Nassim of Breslov. Warm greetings to all our comrades. Thank God last Shabbat we danced very much, and I too danced a little with God's help. I spoke on the lesson, and you will be a kingdom of priests for me, Likutei Moharan 1.34, about the three holy points, how a person has to receive from the tzaddik, from his friend, and from within himself. In this way, he nullifies his disgraced and shattered heart, which is the sight of holy love. Happy are the ears that hear words such as these. Happy are we, happy are we, happy are we to have been privileged with every one of these utterances, not to mention every one of these lessons, which ascend to the loftiest heights and reach down to the infinite depths, inspiring and binding our souls 
and the souls of all Israel to their root. Who can express the mighty works of God and His enormous miracles and acts of kindness which we have experienced in this destitute generation? Happy are letters, year two. Letter number 397. With thanks to God, Sunday, Noach, 5603, Breslov. Warm greetings to my dear, honored friend, the learned, distinguished, and illustrious Rabbi Avraham Ber. May he live. Along with all his precious children, may they live. Thank God, I am alive and well. Praise God, the days of the festival passed in peace and joy with God's help. Would that we might truly draw the holiness of Tishrei upon ourselves at all times and attain all the tikkunim, spiritual rectifications, in which Israel engages during the month of Etanim, the month of Tishrei, especially those discussed in the Rebbe's lovely, honey-sweet utterances. We merited to taste a little of the tikkunim, which deal with the awesome holiness of Rosh Hashanah, the holiness of the mitzvah of Shofar, the ten days of repentance, Yom Kippur, Sukkot, Hoshana Rabbah, Shemini Atzeret, and Simchat Torah. He showed us hints and awesome secrets in the word Tishrei, particularly in the lesson Blow the Shofar, Lukutei Moharan 2, 8, regarding the prayer of the Powerful One, which is strongly connected to the parting of the Red Sea. For the word Tishrei is concealed right there in a verse referring to both these concepts. Psalms 74, 13. With your might, you shattered the sea, you broke the serpent's heads upon the water. The initial letters of the Hebrew verse spell out Tishrei, his prayer results in the creation of the awesome, miraculous phenomena of Bali Tshuva and converts, about which it is said, Who can comprehend the thunder of his strength? This too is hinted at and concealed in the most amazing way in the word Tishrei. For the final letters of the words in the verse, You know the soul of the stranger, because you were strangers, spells Tishrei. Who has heard anything like this? Who has seen such things? It is good to thank God constantly with all our hearts every day that we merited to hear all this. As if from a trap, our souls have escaped from those who oppose an original holy light such as this. May we only merit to engage all our lives in His holy words and to fulfill, study it over and over. May we merit to study the Rebbe's works with the intention of practicing and fulfilling His holy words and His deep, consummately pure advice which are suited to every person in the world at any level, whether he is spiritually ascending or descending, God forbid, in good times or bad, God forbid. The key is to turn the lesson into prayers, to petition God every day, and to express oneself before Him in accordance with a teaching that one studies in the Rebbe's holy books. A person can find himself in all of them every day. Oh God, when will we, when will we merit Shemot this? Hatzadikim, names of Tanaim and Amoraim, Chet. Bar Chabu, Rav Chaviva, Chaviva Misura de Prat, Rav Chaviva Bar Surmaki, Rav Chaviva Bar Rav Yosef Barava, Rav Chaviva Bridarava, Rav Chaviva Mechuzna, Rav Chaga, Rav Chaga Barchana, Rabbi Chaga de Tsipori, Rav Chagai Midroma, Rabbi Chaga Kuzama, Rabbi Chaga Ben Elazar, Rabbi Chagai Hanishlach Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, Abba Chilfa, Abba Chigra, Rabbi Chidka, Rabbi Chuna'a Chamu'a de Rabbi Ami, Rav Chuna, Rav Chuna Safra de Sidra, Rav Chuna Barchia, Choni Hameagel, Choni Hameagel Barbare de Choni Hameagel, Choni Hakatan, Chunya ben Yosef ben Pakasas, Rabbi Chunya Yaakov me Ephratim, Rabbi Chunya de Minchavran, Rabbi Chutzbit Hameturgaman, 
Chizkia, Achiv Shel Hillel. Chizkia, Benosha Rabichia Hagadol. Chizkia, Bereda Rabichia Bereda Rav Kahana. Chizkia, Avi Ikesh. Chizkia, Ben Barati Derav. Rabbi Chizkia, Talmud Rabbi Yirmiya. Rabbi Chizkia, Akia. Chizkia, Bar Balyuti. Chizkia, Barabi Parnach. Rabbi Chizkia, Chokek. Rabbi Chizkia, Bizman Abaya. Bar Chatya. Rav Nussin's Prayers. 1. Prayer number 147. 279. From the straits I called to God. God answered me with a vast expanse. In my distress I will call Hashem and I will cry out to my God. He will hear my voice from his palace, and my cry will come before him in his ears. I called from my distress to Hashem, and he answered me. From the belly of Sheol I cried out, You heard my voice. I will call to Hashem with my voice, and he will answer me from his holy mountain. To you, Hashem, do I call, and to Hashem I plead. You who are filled with compassion, help me so that I will not be confused by the thoughts and ideas that distract me and prevent me from praying, from crying out to you, and from arranging my prayer and pleas before you at every moment. May no suffering or oppression in body, soul, or money prevent me from calling out to you. Rather, may I call and cry out to you always, however things may be. You know how difficult it is for me to open my mouth to pray to you every day and moment, particularly to speak to you in my own words so that most of the time I feel so oppressed and heavy that I cannot open my mouth to say a word to you. Day and night your hand is heavy upon me. My moisture is transformed to the droughts of summer. I have no rest from those who constantly pursue my life. I suffer so many troubles of soul and body that my mouth is closed and mute, and it is hard for me to open my mouth before you. God helps us pray. The principal cause of my weakness that constantly casts me down and dismays my mind is the knowledge that I myself am responsible for everything that I am undergoing. But you are filled with compassion. You have already informed us that, nevertheless, you desire our prayer, you wish for our pleas, and you hear and heed our speech and groans and sighs. You have told us this many times without number. As the verse states, he does not despise and does not abhor the cry of the poor person and does not hide his face from him, and hears his outcry to him. Therefore, I plead with you, I stretch my hands out before your great and wondrous compassion, graciousness, and mercy. Be with me at all times and in every hour. Help me never be distracted by any such confusions and ideas. Rather, may I strengthen myself at every moment to express my speech to you out of the straits and oppression, so that my mouth will speak in my trouble. May I always toil and strive to bend my thoughts and heart to the truth and to speak words of truth to you, even in my difficulties and oppression. In your vast compassion and kindness, you constantly broaden the narrow places. Open my mouth and fill it. Help me, save me, give me merit. Open my mouth wide to express and present all of my words before you with pleasing words of grace and pleading. Heed my prayers and beseeching. May your compassion be stirred up for me at every moment. Bring me close to you, to your Torah, and to your service in truth. Torah teachings that possess the light of revelation. Help me come close to true tzaddikim whose original Torah teachings possess the light of revelation drawn down from above. Above, their Torah is expansive and lofty, but below it grows narrow so that it may enter every individual's heart and mind in a way that is proper for him. Keep me far from people who distort straight ways, whose Torah comes from below to above, 
too wide below and very abbreviated above. Have mercy on me. Help me create true Torah insights in the way of the true tzaddikim who draw down and deliver teachings from above to below. In all of my prayers, pleas, and requests, may I begin from the narrows, from oppression. In your compassion, open my mouth and pour the spirit of your holiness onto me from heaven so that I will express all of my speech before you in truth in accordance with your good will. May my speech be truly pleasant before you. Help me and save me at every moment, in every way that I need to be saved, so that I will quickly and truly be in accordance with your good will. Overcoming Obstacles You alone know how a person toils and how he is oppressed in this world every day, particularly when he wishes to approach holiness and express his speech before you, Master of Compassion. At such a time, Many rise against him in body and soul, materially and spiritually. This is particularly true of an impoverished person such as myself. God, you have known my foolishness, and my guilty deeds have not been concealed from you. You know my sitting and my rising. You understand how to attach me to you from afar, my going about and my lying down. Hashem, how many are my adversaries? How many rise against me at every moment? Have compassion on me. Strengthen me. Make me firm at every moment to trust in your vast kindness so that I will call out to you always, however things may be. Turn to me and be gracious to me. Grant your might to your servant. Save the son of your maidservant. Send me a sign for the good. Let my enemies see it and be ashamed. For you, Hashem, help me and console me. Blessed is Hashem forever. Amen and Amen.